Hey everybody, welcome to Declutter Me, a podcast about organizing and decluttering your life. Hello, Shalina. Hi, Shrag. How are you doing this week? I'm good. To, I'm good. How are you? <laughs> I'm good as well. What do we have in store for our listeners today? Today we're going to talk about Swedish death cleaning. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how to react to that. It's a concept that's been. I've discussed it with my parents, but it wasn't called Swedish death cleaning. It was just um, talking about getting rid of clutter before people die. But this lady called Margarita Magnusson uh, wrote a book about it last year, um, and it's now become a, this buzzword. But and it's a good way to encompass what we're going to talk about today. Um, so I am getting a lot of clients now who are from the older generation, my parents' generation, and they're realizing that they've got a lot of stuff. So especially in the UAE, they've lived here for 40 plus years, accumulated a lot of stuff, had children who accumulated a lot of stuff. Um, A lot of these children love dumping their stuff in the house and then having another house with clutter as well. And it's getting a bit too much for them. So there's the, the normal feelings of feeling overwhelmed and stressed from clutter but there's the other burden of realizing that they're getting closer to dying and they don't want their kids to deal with their stuff when they do pass away right so it's about the the clutter that you kind of leave behind i guess um and i mean the normal thing is that you know people pass away whether it's you know from a old age or it's sudden you know some young people and then the people who are grieving have to deal with this stuff and it's very difficult you know if you're you know you've we've all dealt with grief and having to deal with people's stuff it's very hard uh, I had to deal with my uncle's stuff in Kenya with my mum and because of my job uh, my business uh, my mum just said to me you leave it you le- I leave it with you to deal with it she couldn't deal with it and she said, if you find anything important, then show it to me. But if you think it's just scraps and just rubbish that can be thrown out, we'll do that. So we cleared up the house. In a, It's not a very big house. So luckily we could do it in one or two days. And we were able to clear a lot of it. She did do a lot of it um, after I left as well because I had to leave. And it was hard because you're grieving. We've just done the funeral and then we're clearing up this stuff. Older generation are realizing that actually it would be better if they went through their own stuff. So, of course, that they they get rid of stuff that they don't want their kids ever to find. Because there is obviously things that old parents have that we we shouldn't have to see ever. They're going to start decluttering that. And then they also start decluttering. Uh, they start realizing that they can get rid of a lot of things which have no use in their lives anymore. With working with clients, we've we've done a lot of books. You know, there's been a lot of... Uh, especially fiction books that they're never going to read again that don't have any significant value to their lives they're not you know first editions or special books from their kids and um and then they you know they find um artwork that they never liked and their kids don't like so they might as well sell it or get rid of it uh clothes is a big thing like they'll get rid of the clothes that they don't fit don't like you know or they can decipher which ones are you know, especially designer pieces, which are vintage that they can give to their kids or to their grandchildren or try and sell because their kids are never going to like it. So it's a good thing to start now. I think a lot of people are now seeing, especially living here, you know, a certain amount of time you can stay here um, if you're an expat and then you have to leave. So you have to start clearing up eventually, you know, and you don't want to do it all at the same time when you have to leave the country because that is traumatic enough that you're leaving 
your home after like 40, 50 years, um, as well as then decluttering. So it's good to start now. And it's it's got the same problems that you would have when you're moving or, or like just when we've discussed this on previous episodes, right? There are things that you have picked up and put aside and never looked at again or forgotten that it exists. Or And some of these things might even have value, but just because they've never come up is not you know nobody knows them so if people find out afterwards uh they might toss something that's important they could be you know i mean they they could make a different decision that you might not want and i mean we all should do it anyway but it's it's good to think about it now um and as you said you know um with certain belongings you know what the value of is it and and some people don't so there's there's ways to do this death cleaning as they call it i mean it's not it sounds morbid and i remember i talked to my parents about it um because we've got a garage of stuff which i talk about a lot that um has stuff from our childhood from my you know before we were even born my parents had bought stuff like we have stuff from ikea that they shipped over from sweden before ikea came to uk if you can start chipping away at the stuff it's good for everybody and it's good for you it's a cathartic process as well to get you know to see what you have and to know what to get rid of and to not feel worry about what's going to happen to stuff and it's also good for your children because when you pass away they'll be already upset about that you don't have to do it all in one go, but start chipping away. So start going through each cupboard one by one every week or every time you're passing. And, you know, that place, your wardrobe, just start chipping away at everything. Begin with the things in storage or in the garage or if you have an attic. Go through them because they're the ones that have been hidden for so long that you haven't looked at it. And, you know, you can see if it's got value or not value and if it's worth throwing away. Because if it's been hidden for so long in these storage areas, it's most probably not needed. Throw away anything that could be upsetting or hurtful or embarrassing. So, you know, there there will be things that parents have that we don't want them, don't want to ever see, which was owned by them. Get rid of that now leave the photos and your journals and and letters keep that for last because that or do that slowly because that will take longer because there'll be nostalgia in there um but start getting rid of the photos of people you don't know if you don't know who they are how do you expect your you know family to know who these people are if it's got no significance to your life get rid of it if you you know like you said about the stuff the belongings that people might not not know the value of it but you do get that and make a notice or a letter or put it in the will and say that this has this value this needs to be dealt with in this way this needs to go to someone so allocate it to you know the fine china to whoever's going to go get that stuff the paintings whatever you have that's of value allocate it now make a note of it so that it's easy to give it away I've dealt with clients who have uh, their grandparents have left and one of them had all that medical equipment and it was trying to figure out like the electronic stuff we then organize for it to go back to the hospital um because they can reuse it again um but some of the medicine if it had been opened then you can't do anything once it's opened but the ones that hadn't been used we could donate it back to the the health authority um and then she had a lot of uh uh you know clothes and abayas we donated that to the prisons because a lot of the women who go in don't have any clothes when they get arrested and be put in jail. So they get these jellabias, you know, to wear. So we gave a lot of that. Um, so there's different ways you can deal with this stuff. And they were happy that, you know, the family were like, this is great that we're doing something for the community, helping other people with this. Good stuff. memory associated with, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, and another thing is... Uh, 
for this family and for a lot of families, Qurans, especially in this region, there are so many Qurans in houses. You're only supposed to have one or two. And I think it's for every religion. You're supposed to have one or two. And sometimes I have found about 50 of these. So then, you know, what do you do with them? You can't throw them away. You have to give them to an official authority. You're supposed to give them to a mosque. Or here, I give it to one of the charities and they take it and then donate it to um, people who need the books, you know, like refugees and stuff. So what I, I suggest to people is you start going through and seeing all these religious books as well. Do you need so many of them? Because most probably there is the favourite that your parents or grandparents have that they read all the time the rest of them are just ones they've received as presents or as you know um from mosques or temple that you don't need um so let's start getting rid of those as well so that's the main things to do with this um it's a bit of a morbid subject but really it's not it's just being organized early on and to start thinking about it now and because decluttering and organizing isn't a concept that was in uh, the older generation's mindset it's now it's you know now it's a thing but before it wasn't so to start getting them to think about that um it would take longer so it might be good to sort of start telling them now to to get involved yeah and ideally as well like we or our generation so to speak like we're starting to think about it like more as a as a way of life and starting to do it more regularly and you know trying to sort of so ideally you know um you know whatever the future generations are like beyond us will you know will not have to actually do these kind of morbid <laughs> swedish death sessions right anyway for me as well like this is a this is just like a constant process you have to keep doing it because our tendency is always to go and pick up stuff we get better about some things but then there are other things that we have like we can't get rid of it because we think that there's sentimental value sometimes where there isn't and it takes us many years to realize I'm like oh i've just kept this in a box here for no reason and and i had a thought about it the other day that Actually, you know, when we were born, it wasn't uh, a consumer culture. It's it was the the eighties. No, but that, that's partly why, like that generation, didn't have to think so much about like or formally think about decluttering and organizing. Is because we didn't have yeah, that we kind didn't of culture have stuff. Then, yeah. And then suddenly in the eighties, it became the consumer culture. We started buying stuff. We had, you know, it became the music generation. So we were buying Walkmans and cassettes and CDs, and then it was DVDs. So yeah, so this is um, this is just an overview about what the concept is, and to get people to start thinking about it, and to you know your parents or your grandparents, maybe don't call it Swedish death cleaning. Say to them, maybe we should start going through things and seeing what can go, what needs to be decluttered and organized, um, just to give them more space and to make them feel less overwhelmed because there must be so much clutter in their houses because they've, especially if they've lived in the same house for many, many years. Awesome. Well, as always, you can find more information about this show um, by subscribing to us in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts or Spotify or visiting declutterme.com slash podcast. And if you need help with uh, starting the Swedish death cleaning, um, you can always contact me and I'll be happy to help you and your family to start getting rid of the clutter in your life. Somebody really needs to work on the branding of this <laughs> of this concept. <laughs> no, Swedish is cool. Swedish is... Anything Scandinavian is cool. Well, that's it for this episode and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.